welcome to this month's series of The First Fill. I'm Q Nguyen, Director of Content Development, and your host today to hit on some key stats and suggestions to consider for incorporation into practically any pharmacy practice to improve antimicrobial stewardship. We know that prescribing patterns in the primary care setting plays a crucial role in driving antimicrobial resistance. Studies indicate a direct link between antibiotic use and broad-spectrum antibiotics to the rise of antimicrobial resistance, emphasizing the significance of prescribing practices. Consider those all too common scenarios where antibiotics are inappropriately prescribed for pharyngitis, the common cold, viral upper respiratory tract infections, bronchitis, and middle ear infections with health plus. With 80 to 90% of antibiotic prescriptions occurring outside of the hospital, these office, primary care, and urgent care visits are key to influencing antimicrobial resistance. Now, at least 28% of antibiotics prescribed in the outpatient setting are unnecessary, meaning that no antibiotic was needed at all. That's over a quarter of antibiotic prescriptions. When looking at total inappropriate antibiotic use, whether it's unnecessary or due to an inappropriate selection, dose, or duration, this number may be as high as 50% of all outpatient antibiotic use. And that number does not sit well with me, but to put this in a different perspective, consider that in 2011 for the US, about 8.8 .8 antibiotic prescriptions were written for every 10 people. Fast forward, where are we now? In 2022, about seven outpatient prescriptions were written for every 10 people. Not great, but some improvement there. Let's look at pharyngitis, for example. Many viruses and bacteria can cause acute pharyngitis, but we also think about group A strep, right? It's the most common cause of bacterial pharyngitis, but experts estimate that group A strep only causes 20 to 30% of episodes in children and only 5 to 15% in adults. Though viruses cause most of pharyngitis cases, still 56.2% to 72% of visits resulted in prescriptions written. Let's not get into the whole rapid antigen detection test or throat culture, but just know that I am wholly supportive of confirmation and also pharmacist-led test and treat services. Now, there are several studies, both nationally and globally, highlighting the inappropriate selection of a broad spectrum antibiotic instead of a first-line agent. In Germany, for example, primary care clin clinicians frequently opt for second-line antibiotics like fluoroquinolones as the initial treatment for urinary tract infections, or UTIs, deviating from guidelines and recommendations. Recent findings from over 10,000 cases across 128 practices studied the implementation of six specific interventions. Of these, it was thought, well, it is thought that three led to improved antibiotic utilization via a reduction of second-line agents prescribed for UTIs and an improvement in the appropriate use of antibiotics overall, resulting in a reduction of total antibiotic prescriptions. These interventions are number one, providing therapeutic guideline information to both providers and patients. Think education, think handouts, quick references, a peripheral brain, if you will. Number two, education as well as quarterly updates on antibiograms for providers to allow them to better understand regional antibiotic resistance data. 
Number three, providing regular feedback to individual providers on prescribing practices. It's a well-known fact that pharmacist-led programs, whether through inpatient interventions or during transitions of care, well, these continually led to improvement of the use of antimicrobials. However, it's often completed at the individual patient level and sometimes through an organization's policy or protocol. When thinking instead about a multimodal approach, research supports the involvement of providers and taking it a step further, healthcare leadership and payers. But rounding back to providers, addressing prescribing patterns is again key. This is by no means low hanging fruit, but it's still fruit within our reach. We'd love to learn a little bit more about your journey, your challenge, and your successes in the expansion of your pharmacy services and collaboration. So share your story on our new Engage community app and platform. Until next time, happy reaching and happy teaching.